to the Meta Era Nerd Podcast. This week's Meta, TV, movies, games, and Overwatch. We are your nerds, Marcus and Rico. So to get us started, uh, not a lot of news here in the anime section, the anime world. I'm always going to, you know, talk about whatever is here and whatever we find and, you know, whatever we think is popping. Now, first thing, and this is actually an announcement for tomorrow taking place on Friday. Uh, if you go to Twitter, there is something called at 6 million bounty. If you understand the reference, you know this is a Trigun uh, reference. He's the $6 million man who's you know out to basically, he's wanted. So what we this announcement is, I'm not sure. We don't know. There has been a lot of uh, speculation and rumors that there might make a, uh, a remake of the show. And I think it would be awesome considering that the original one was amazing. Um, I want to say, was it Johnny Youngbuck? I think he was the voice actor for Trigon, the voice actor. He actually um, sent out a Twitter. Or was it on Twitter? It was on something. He sent it out. He's all about it. He's ready for it to come back. And at the end of the day, I don't see who wouldn't be. So uh, something to look forward to tomorrow. And obviously next week's podcast, um, I will cover up what the announcement was exactly. Uh, but just in case you were curious and just in case you want to know, tomorrow there's going to be an announcement for Trigun. Okay. The next thing, and this is again, this is just the top uh, anime of the week. What people are watching, what people are seeing, what's been up, what's gone down. Now, again, this is what people are watching, what people are viewing on the streaming platform. So, just do, just gonna do one through ten. Uh, Data Live Four, uh, number one actually uh, came out. I know it was kind of you know coming to the top. I know it has one hell of a following. Um, I've never seen it myself, but I know that the people who do watch it swear by it. Uh, number two, your boy Kong Ming. Uh, I want to say the finale just aired, so that I'm actually going to binge watch that one whenever I get a chance. Uh, number two, Tomodachi Game at number three, Spy Family 4, The Executioner and Her Way of Life at five, Kaguya-sama Kaguya Love is War Ultra Romantic at six, Aharen is Indecipherable. That's the first time I've actually seen this in the top ten. Not really sure what that is. Summertime re uh, Rendering is at number eight, which I'm still waiting for somewhere to view this. We're still not sure. You cannot view this anime um, anywhere right now unless you have a uh, VPN, you know, from Japan. Because uh, I do know it's on Disney Plus in Japan, just not here. Uh, number nine, Love After World Domination. And ten, The Rising of the Shield Hero Season 2. Which now that the season I keep hearing is underway, that it's midpoint, it's finally picking up that steam that a lot of people are hoping for. So definitely a good time to check that one out um, in case you haven't. Uh, other than that, that kind of wraps up the anime news. Uh, nothing really else to say. And if there is anything, obviously uh, we'll get into that next um, next week and next week's episode. Otherwise, we're going to go ahead and jump into TV and movies. And I'm going to pass it on to Rico so you can get us started here with uh, Squid Game being the next big one. So, Rico? Uh, yeah, so just like Marcus said, uh, Marcus will always fight for the, those couple minutes specifically for, for anime, even, even if there's nothing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to announce something, dog. I will make something. There's going to be something I'm going to find. And that tricorn <laughs> is a big one, so we're going to give it a special shout-out, okay? Yeah, we'll check it out. I guess uh, I'm not too familiar with like the the seasons and everything like that. Marcus is more in the know-how about that, but I guess he was just telling me that it's kind of just slow time. But uh, here soon, I guess you were saying that it should start to pick up a little bit more. 
uh, we would be like everything's kind of ending, right? So we're gonna yeah because jump over. We are we are already kind of getting to the end of a lot. And again, this is whether it's a season or the cores. Uh, we're getting to the end of the spring um, section of the anime. And if you're unfamiliar with that, fall, winter, spring, and summer, they do have the seasonal anime, and you know when they come out. So we are wrapping up that spring anime because the summer official summer anime doesn't start until late mid july late july which is when we'll be getting a new batch of anime and that's where the uh, announcements and the advertisements and all that good stuff uh will come into play again so the fact that a lot of these are wrapping up uh just kind of expect i guess next week or the next few weeks when we start wrapping up i guess just for some thoughts and some reviews you know general consensus of what people think and kind of go from there uh but yeah we are wrapping up the springs uh the spring section and getting ready for that summer section. Yeah. So jumping over to, uh, TV movies, just everything, uh, in that space, um, this week, like Marcus said, uh, squid game got its official. It's, I mean, I felt like we all knew it was coming with the success of the first season. Uh, and then of course, if, uh, with how it ended, uh, I won't say too much if you haven't seen it, but uh big big hit big success uh you know kind of just kind of just took over social media like whether it was twitter facebook uh tiktok all these challenges uh youtube people made their own squid games uh but it got officially renewed for season two and uh you know just to if you're a big fan just to know that it's coming you know is uh, a, a big deal yeah, do you remember when the last time a Netflix show had this sort of phenomenon? The last time a Netflix show had this sort of phenomenon? Yeah, because I remember, would... Squid, Squid Game just blew up, and it, it took the internet by storm, and like you were saying, the challenges and stuff like that. And, and, and what worth it, too, by all means, and I was just thinking right now, what was the, what was the last Netflix show that had something like this? Because I'm thinking Stranger Things. Again, is there something in between that yeah. I'm not thinking about? I'm thinking Stranger Things, you know, being that phenomenon when it came out, you know, D&D at the time. And I, I remember it was just flying off the shelves and more people got into D&D and stuff like that because of Stranger Things. And it just took over the world, you know, when it, when season one had come out. So I was just kind of thinking, you know, uh, as far as like these Netflix phenomenon TV shows and stuff. So it's, yeah. it's, it's interesting to see. I, I, would, I, I would probably say Stranger Things. I would probably say Stranger Things. And I think another one that was probably uh, pretty big was uh, 13 Reasons Why, at least at the time. It's controversy, the drama, you know, some of the very, very controversial things that it did in the series uh, was also, I thought, huge. Uh, Squid Game was just an amazing, I, I just, it was an amazing show, uh, the timing of it all, and also the content of it, the whole game show thing just lends itself to, for it to be uh, all over in different challenges, you know, content creators out there can make content. Uh, as a matter of fact, I think I also just saw, I don't have it pulled up anywhere here, but I'm pretty sure I saw that they announced that there's going to be like a Squid Game, like show, like a like a game show, sort of thing. Like, uh, what do you call it? Not like the one that we remember was like the, which was the one that ex the Extreme Challenge. What was it called, Marcus? The one with the two, with those two. Uh, it was like a like a Japanese show. 
where they would like dub the guys like super funny. They used to come out like on TV. It was like it was like an, it was a um, it's like wiped out, but it was a Japanese version we used to watch when you were little. Yes, right? yeah, um, dude, that show was the best. I I couldn't I, I can't tell you, and I remember they just they, they say something some real dumb stuff and dub obviously try to be funny, um, but I I I, I might have to just kind of MXC. It's MXC. MXC. Yes, it most, is. Most <laughs> extreme elimination or most extreme challenge or something like that. On TNN, on TNN Spike TV, yeah. On Spike TV, yes, <laughs> that's funny. Extreme, yeah. So, so they basically gonna make like a wipeout kind of series, like revolving around like the Squid Game type games. I mean, I don't know. That'd be fun. That's fun. Uh, I, I, I'm gonna check it out. <laughs> so, I'm sure a lot of people are too. Uh, so yeah, Squid Game's coming back. Uh, exciting, I'm sure for a lot of people. Uh. Next down the list, uh, I don't know if you wanted to touch on some of the looks and things that we shared here for about uh, the new Across the Spider-Verse. Uh, I loved, just right off the bat, I loved the first one. Everything about it was awesome. Uh, Miles and Spider-Gwen, uh, Penny Parker and her mech. And so the fact that we're getting um, the second one already was just amazing. So we do have the spot, which is supposed to be one of his more obscure um uh, bad guys in the Spider-Man universe. I, I know a lot of people have even said, like, I'm not even, I'm not even familiar with who the spot is exactly. So it's obviously going to be something fresh. But again, the fact that we're dealing with the Spider-Verse, expect multiple types of Spider-Man to come out. You know, it's shenanigans and all the fun stuff. Because uh, we are also getting Oscar Isaac's uh, Spider-Man 2099. So also a fun thing to um, be aware of. And then I think we're also getting, we're also getting the Vulture. Uh, and across the Spider Verse with Jorma Takun, isn't he? Uh, what's his name from? Um, uh, what's that? It's not coming to me. I couldn't tell you. No, it's not coming to me. But then, well, the vo- and then the voice for the spot would be uh, Jason Schwartzman. So a lot of good stuff uh, as far as Spider Man is concerned coming out. Again, I've always loved you know animation. So when you put animation and uh, Spider-Man together. I, I'm gonna call Spider-Man across the you know Spider-Verse my favorite Spider-Man movie. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely good. And uh, you know, you talked about I, I don't I'm not familiar with the spot either. I do see that I have also read that he's kind of like an obscure villain, uh, very different. But when it comes to like animated films and stuff in that space, like the there's no like uh there's no limit to the things that they can make these characters do especially i see here that spot's body is covered in interdimensional portals that can send him anywhere he wants to go he can also make portals appear out of thin air to transport objects and people at will so you know just in that short description that character perfectly lends itself to this kind of movie uh so i just remember i just remembered where jorma takun he's uh the lonely island i don't know how you forgot yeah, he was oh. Lonely Island, uh, you know. That's right. And he was, and I just That's right. in my pants. <laughs> so he, he's going to be voicing the vulture and across the Spider-Verse. So that's going to be a lot of fun. And you know it's going to be funny, I'm sure, if that's the case. Yeah, definitely. It'll be an interesting take, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, so the next thing that I got super excited about, I, I remember re- like going through my phone super late at night i think it was probably like 3 a.m or something and i jumped up when i read that 
Justin Lin is set to direct the live-action One Punch Man movie for Sony. Uh, Justin Lin was the creator. I'm not sure what else he's done, but I know for sure he did like the Fast and the Furious series. Yeah, uh, for sure. He, he, he stepped away, I think, not too long ago. Uh, I'm seeing here that he also did like the recent reboots of Star Trek, which I'm more of a Star Wars person, but... Uh, I actually really enjoyed like the the latest Star Trek. I don't know if he did them all or just no. I think I'm seeing Star Trek Beyond, which I think that was the third one. I think I've I've actually never seen a Star Trek, so I couldn't tell you. Yeah, so just that that's gonna that that's uh that that's coming. I'm a big One Punch Man fan. Oh yeah, yeah, I know that. Very uh very 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 different. From your typical anime, uh, but well, not that different. But uh, the story of our main character is definitely very different. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, I'm excited for that, and uh, we'll see what comes of that. Hopefully, we get more and more news. As uh, I didn't see any date or anything like that. I just saw that it's in the works. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be a, a ways off, but we'll see. Something to look forward to. Uh, another big one. Uh, particularly from our from our childhood um the writers room for the it prequel series welcome to dairy has begun so um this will be of course uh, in the universe of the latest iteration of it but uh of course these these latest films were it started off as a book, Marcus, right? There were books, then yeah, books movies from, from our childhood, and then now they were remade, and then there's going to be a prequel that's being written. Uh, I remember that we, they always used to show this. I don't know why, but uh, we had this teacher at our elementary school when I was in fourth grade that would always show this movie, like movie days. She always loved, she loved this movie so much, she would always put it. And I remember kids would like freak out and and uh, would scream and holler and yell her name was miss garza i don't know if you had her i did not did you did you go to were you in ringgold for fourth grade or were you already at sanchez no i was in ringgold um i was at ringgold miss garza what, what um what subject she teach she was the reading fourth grade i had yeah, I sure. had Mr. Mr. Canales, Miss Klein, Miss Tony Lopez, and then Miss Annalisa Garza. I had Miss Annalisa Solis. Miss Solis, there we go. Not Garza yeah. Solis. <laughs> That's the one I had. Solis, there we go. Miss Solis. She would always show this movie. And I remember everybody was always like, I don't want to watch that. And I never I never stuck around like for movie days. So uh I would I would I would find my, my way somewhere else to go do something different. So I actually never saw the movie. I actually just recently saw the, I saw the old one maybe like four or five years ago. And then I saw the new series, I think last year. Me personally, I actually, I like the series a lot. Like, I, I remember when I was, I saw the first one with the, the Tim Curry um, mm-hmm one and when i was in fifth grade i remember having nightmares like legit <laughs> which, which, and it's one of those films you know that just stuck with me because of those nightmares and the one and the one thing in particular that's that 
I just remembered and always freaked me out. What and it was a real simple one. He he's the the cinematography. It's a screen. It's a shot where he's there's water in the middle. There's like trees in the back, grass, and all he does he tilts his head. He waves at the people, right? And the kid the kid kind of wipes his wipes his eyes, looks again. He's he's, he's gone. But I remember that scene in particular just messed me up and it just scarred me. And strangely enough, when the when the when the it the new it series came out, I loved them. I loved both of them. I thought they were epic. I thought they were awesome. I I, I thought everything about them was just amazing. And the cool part is is I don't think, and I may be wrong though. So I'm not sure if Pennywise is actually considered part of the Dark Tower. I know um, the Dark Tower is it's a slew of movies that are always coming together and stuff like that. He may be one of the creatures that's mentioned and stuff like that. But you don't have to watch this like a lot of the other ones to really get you know the gist of what's going on. Um, but yeah, the fact that we're getting a Welcome to Derry uh, prequel series is awesome, and I'm I'm anticipating it's it's gonna be if you remember the series, the movie uh, where the building kind of burned down. So it's probably gonna be 27 years prior to the the events of it part one. So something of fun to see, or or maybe even before that, right? Um, to kind of see more or less how he kind of manifested itself here in this town of Derry. So it's gonna mm-hmm. be interesting. It's gonna be fun to watch, and I'm definitely gonna watch it for sure. Yeah, same here. I actually freak myself out. Oh, <laughs> um, I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> so, welcome to Derry. Uh, two two people here ready. Well, maybe one and a half ready. One and a half. I'll watch it with the I'll watch it with the windows with the windows open, broad daylight, all all the lights on. <laughs> At twelve noon. <laughs> what else? What are the last two? Th- uh, another thing that was on the smaller scale, but something I I just cannot not mention is going to be uh, Matilda. I just saw today actually that uh, they're making a musical adaptation, a feature film adaptation of Roald Dahl's Matilda the musical, and it's going to be on Netflix. I do not see a date yet, but just said it's in the works. Yeah, and I know we grew up with Matilda and um, December. Uh, it just says December. Oh, that, that's not that's not ways off. So, but it is a musical, and I know Rico and musicals don't get along, um, but I do. So I'm gonna be watching it, especially because again, we did grow up with that, and Miss and and Miss Trunchbull was you know the epitome of everything that we're scared of when it comes to schools, especially being in elementary and stuff like that. When you're dealing with this big figure, that's just you know, ominous and terrifying and, you know, just <laughs> would make your life a living hell. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see, especially the fact that it's going to be a musical. So looking forward to that for sure. Yeah, and then, uh, you, you know what? Something that we didn't even really talk about, but I think because we talked about it so much uh, over the phone or through text and stuff. Uh, I don't think with our last podcast, we we, I think we talked about the the announcement of the new Joker, uh, oh, yeah, movie, but but not uh, what was, yeah, but I mean, from left field, uh, I remember I saw I I was uh, scrolling through Twitter again where, uh, I find all these things right, uh, some good, some bad, and on this particular visit to Twitter, I was very very excited because I saw that they're looking uh. They're looking at uh, Lady Gaga, possibly for Harleen Quinzel, aka Harley Quinn. 
for the new Joker movie. And I was like, whoa, like, you know, I, I like that idea. Like, I'm, I'm a fan yeah. of hers. Like, you know, she kind of has that that oddity uh, vibe behind her and stuff that, you know, she could be a, a, a very interesting Harley Quinn. And then I see that the reason it's her is because they're going to go, they're looking at the direction of it being a musical. And I was like, no. <laughs> I, I, was, I had the exact, the exact opposite reaction, by the way. So, but yeah, Rico was just dumbfounded, <laughs> if anything. <laughs> yeah, which I guess, like, uh, based on our last conversation about this, you know, I have my my reservations about what they would do going next. And I guess they're going for something completely different, <laughs> which yeah, I guess, you, I guess take that's your reservations okay. and, and just stick it, dude. Yeah. And stick <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that, that little news, let's see what ends up coming out more about that later. Uh, then just right, right before we started recording, uh, I caught wind that, Game of Thrones sequel series is in the works and the series will have Kit Harrington reprise his role as Jon Snow. Uh I know in our group we're a bunch of the Game of Thrones fans, you know, how how it ended and all that uh aside and different opinions about whether it was rushed or whatever, like uh, I it was an amazing series. It was an amazing journey for sure. And overall, uh, when it when it comes to something in that grand scope of things, again, you, you want to talk about you know TV culture phenomenons. Game of Thrones was one, despite you know how it ended and people's opinions on you know what, however, you know there towards the ending. At the end of the day, you cannot take away the impact that Game of Thrones had worldwide, and the impact that it had you know on our society just in general, you know culturally and just you know what it did for people and what it did for TV, right? So. It's super big news. It's, I think it's a lot bigger than people get, are, are going to give it credit for. Um, I'm not sure how people are going to react. And again, you are going to get all kinds of opinions. But ultimately, if people are, you know, open to Kit Harrington and they love Kit, Kit Harrington, and, I, let's, and he did do a damn good job. Um, I'm, I'm actually, I would like more information. I'm more, I'm, I'm leaning more of the, I'm super favorable as far as what can come out of this. Uh, but I know we're going to get a lot of people who may not be on that boat. So. Yeah, I think uh, I think it's a uh, honestly, I think it's a genius move because one of the big uh, problems with the show was going to be like the aging out and the the fame that was coming to all the different actors that were in the series. And then was, of course, budget just gets bigger and bigger as like having to lock down all those actors to reprise their roles. But here, like if you kind of build it around one central character and then some of the other side characters. Uh, that kind of follow his story after the that are gonna you know be in his in his uh kind of story post uh game of thrones mm-hmm. uh it's gonna be probably a very limited cast uh that we see transition over from the series to the sequel uh characters like torment i'm sure we'll see uh and uh, you know those that we see go off on his on the journey that he sets off to uh, in the finale. Yeah, and, and at the end of the day, when it comes to sequel series, and, and again, nothing seems to be off the table at any given time. Anybody can reappear, or you know, except for the dead ones, obviously. 
or I get well in this universe, even if even in this universe. So you we can still get all kinds of stuff, you know, and anybody can reprise their series at any time. I can, can reprise their roles at any time. So again, whether people maybe might see it as a um how do, how do I say it? I guess as a as a as a white light, I guess, right? As a light at the end of the tunnel, maybe it might fix it, you know, what we see what people's expectations are about it. Uh, but until then, I'm going to hold off. I still want to see more. And again, I want to see what the expectations and what the actual, you know, synopsis of a show like this is going to be and what exactly it's going to entail. Because again, we don't get our hopes up and all of a sudden, oh, is this going to retcon the ending or is this going to do all kinds of stuff or is this going to just proceed past the ending and really make it better and what it should have been? And the other question is, again, and we saw this information, no joke, 10, 15 minutes before we started airing. You know how involved is George R. R. Martin going to be involved with this project? So there's there are a lot of details we do not know about, um, but definitely let's see what what we get from from the sequel series. Yeah, and then this, uh, I mean, this is big, you know, because we like you mentioned, how much are we going to see of uh, of George R. R. Martin within this? And then we already have a, a different prequel in House of the Dragon, I think, coming in August, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, which that's a completely different story on its own. Uh, I I don't think there's, I think there might be short stories and stuff about uh, some of the characters from there, but this would be completely new, something where you ca- you have to imagine like this. I would imagine it's probably mostly original, going to be original writing, but then I'm not sure because we're still waiting on, on George R. R. Martin to put out books. So. Who knows yeah, how far he goes? Like, we can only we can only speculate right now. So until more, you'll de- definitely be hearing more on on that subject through our podcast. So make sure you stick with us if you want to know more. I don't know if there's anything else that you wanted to touch on. Uh, as far TV just to wrap up, yeah, just to wrap up TVs and movies. Um, the only thing is a new Castlevania series. I know Castlevania was actually real popular on Netflix and had that did have a big following and the show's supposed to be amazing. I've only seen the first few episodes for whatever reason I haven't gone and they were actually it was a Dracula and stuff like that. Uh, but the spin-off series is called Castlevania Nocturne and the main focus is going to be another Belmont, not Trevor. I am familiar with the Castlevania series and the story and the lore. Well, you know, uh, more more quite. So um so we we are dealing with uh, Richter Belmont in this Castlevania Nocturne, and he is actually a very, very popular character even in video games, and he's actually come out in, I think, what, two two classic Castlevania games, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so something fun to see, something fun to look towards, forward to, and I know the series is supposed to be excellent, so make sure you go ahead and check that out also. I, I have to check it out myself too, right? But, you know, I, I hear it's amazing. <laughs> uh, I, uh, but that's pretty, Go ahead. I think, I'm, I think I'm in the same boat. I think I saw the first couple of couple of episodes, and I just... You know, you you start to watch something, but you're watching other things at the same time, and something just wins out, and you end up just not finishing it. Yeah, that's exactly. Uh, it. I mean, we were just talking about that right now of you trying to watch a, you like that you're watching two different shows, and one of them just has all your attention. Oh yeah, um, God, and I've talked about it before. I just start One Piece, by the way. I know last time I mentioned uh, I had it. I'm on episode five, five or six. I'm on five, five or six, and I've watched maybe like one or two. But the show that's just that just oh my for for whatever reason is Ace of the Diamond. I'm already on the second season. I'm on episode seventy four, I believe seventy four, uh, somewhere around there. But the fact that I've been watching about eight to ten episodes a day on this, I, I started it maybe just a while back. Um, as a matter of fact, you can probably go back to the podcast days and check how, exactly how far 
back I started that one, but that one just has all my attention. But I am giving one piece that my my other attention, right? When I give it those one or two, at least one or two episodes to watch. But yeah, it's tough, especially when something's just so when something's just consuming all of your time. So yeah. So then uh, I guess uh, over to gaming. I don't know if you want to touch big on any of these little things that we put in here. Yeah, before we uh, just, go into like the big stuff. Yeah, just a couple of things around gaming. I, I know the big stuff is it's gonna be, you know, um, it's gonna take the just take up the most time, and this is actually probably gonna be our last segment. But it's, obviously, we save it for last week. It's probably gonna be the longest. Uh, just a couple of things, uh, just to kind of breeze through them fairly quickly. Uh, Goldeneye. 007 remaster is finally coming. Uh, well, it's a leak. A new leak suggests that the long way to go to nice 007 remaster is finally coming. Um, we are going to talk about Resident Evil in a bit, right? That's one of the things you want to talk uh, about. Yeah, I think I think the leak is confirmed through was confirmed through that there are achievements on Xbox's website. Which okay. I mean, if there's going to be if they're updating and adding achievements into the site you know that something is coming, right? It's not the first time I think they find leaks like that. Uh, but yeah, that's that's basically the, the leak. All right. Oh, cool. Okay, then uh, we'll talk about Resident Evil in a bit. Uh, one of the other things, and again, this listing appeared but disappeared from PlayStation Network, uh, Tactics Ogre Reborn, which is going to be a Tactics Ogre remake of um, the Tactics Ogre game that came out on PSP. Uh, I'm super excited, and that's because I just busted out my Vita and, and bought uh, Tactics Ogre again. Just because I, I felt like playing. I'm, I'm always dying for this this series, and I'm giving it a special shout out because I love the Ogre Battle series, and this is considered part of that overall series. I I would still like a main Ogre Battle game, uh, March of the Black Queen or Ogre Battle 64, but I'm not gonna say no to Tactics Ogre. Um, so special shout out to that. I hope it gets announced soon. I hope you know they mention it, whether it's in their uh, PlayStation's next state of play, or whether its announcement is going to drop soon, I I do want Tactics Ogre. Another leak, and this is actually this is um I don't want to say was it confirmed? I don't remember if it was confirmed or not. But there was a lot a lot of evidence that pinpointed to a uh, to a finished new Fire Emblem game that has already been finished from top to bottom, and it's just a matter of when we'll be getting this uh, particular new Fire Emblem game in the franchise. And I've played every past every one that's been made locally i haven't played the translation versions because you know um i would like to play it in english um officially so the fact that we're having a new fire emblem game that's huge news to me that's great news for anybody who's into the fire emblem series uh, check out those leaks it's it's you can actually just google it and you'll see a bunch of the still the screenshots uh main characters again something with that duality thing half blue hair half red hair so something cool to see and something uh, something cool to check out if you're looking for that Fire Emblem news. Uh, going down, I think I just have a couple of more things. Uh, and this was today, and I totally missed it, um, which was the Final Fantasy. And again, this is besides, we're going we're gonna to finish off with Overwatch just in case you guys weren't, you know, obvious. If that was an obvious thing. Um, but the Final Fantasy announcement it was a 15 20 minute presentation they did announce a couple of things but some of the things that i just wanted to highlight first was crisis core final fantasy 7 reunion getting a remake from its psp counterpart finally it's been years and this this psp game actually came out when i was still in high school uh so it was what 2008 i believe one of those years so it's already a 12 14 year old game 
Uh, so the fact that we're finally getting a remake of Crisis Core featuring Zack, huge, huge. And if you're familiar with the Final Fantasy series, you already know what I'm talking about. Um, and then they did finally also confirm Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two. Okay, it's going to be a trilogy coming, and the second part is going to come out next winter. So winter of 2023, going into 2024. Uh, so two things to look forward to. There's going to be a lot of information, you know, on those. I'll be covering that. Um, I know Rico isn't pretty big on Final on Final Fantasy, but we do have a good friend of ours. Um, shout out to Andrew, um, who's I want to say played just about all of them. Um, so maybe one day we'll get him here on the channel. And yeah, he's you know, uh, he's he's actually currently playing through uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake Part One. Yeah, yeah, the remake. Yeah. So uh, I know I, I know uh, I know you can catch his stream. I think it's uh, Twitch TV forward slash Andrew RGC. That's it. Right? Yeah, that's it. that's what it is. Yeah. So yeah, give him a follow. Uh, so hopefully when we get more of that Final Fantasy, uh, good goodness I, I will bring andrew on here and i'm more than sure he's playing all of them i know he's on his second or third playthrough of final fantasy remake already um on pc now so um yeah something to look forward to as far as final fantasy is concerned and again we will be covering that more and the last thing for me before i pass it over to rico for resident evil and overwatch is and i was hoping for this game i haven't played part one i actually just purchased it hopefully i get to it and if not well we got dragon dog dragons dogma 2 officially in development so something to look forward to action rpg and very it's a very similar style to, to uh, elden ring just in case some of you aren't familiar with that series uh, i did look at gameplay i've seen a lot of it i just never got around to it this is part one was an older game that actually came out for the playstation 3 and has been remade for switch and current i was like i don't know about current current consoles but it is available on switch xbox x and playstation 4 if i'm not mistaken so if you want to check out part one check out part one um as if you want to prepare for part two it's a, now's a good time to go ahead and check it out so if you want to see more of that again just uh google dragons dogma 2 or go to ign.com and they'll have the article readily available for you there um other than that i'm going to pass it over to rico for the good stuff yeah uh one last thing i just i just remembered uh uh on an interview on an interview with uh, IGN, I believe Todd Howard uh, went ahead and said that, uh, you know, they were interviewing him about Starfield. Uh, we talked a little bit about our thoughts on that and the Xbox Bethesda uh, showcase in a, in a special episode. But uh, they were interviewing him about Starfield and he said, yes, we're finishing up Starfield. Uh, Elder Scrolls Six is in pre-production. That's after Starfield. And then he went ahead and said, and for those of you Fallout fans that are that are wondering about when that's coming back that's going to be after elder scrolls 6 so it's kind of just a super super early <laughs> super super early uh just confirmation that it's coming like super, we're, th super, we're, super, we're, think super. we're thinking about it. yeah yeah <laughs> that's that's a, that's a lot of supers man because yeah. we're getting so, started so, win again uh early next year early next year so then early elder, next year I, so, elder, so elder. just so just uh, Rico and Marcus, uh, five years from now, six yeah. years from now, seven really? years from now, we'll be covering Fallout Five. Not even, <laughs> but we'll, we'll be co we'll be covering um, Elder Scrolls Six, and then five more years we'll cover you know Fallout Five. Or, uh, so make sure you stay tuned, guys. Hopefully we're here that we're still around that long. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I'm not a Fallout person, but I know it's another big one uh, oh, sure. out there. So. I'm sure that's uh, exciting to some people. <laughs> uh, 
so I guess uh, well, we can kind of start with the Capcom. Uh, between last podcast or last special and this podcast, we had uh, the Capcom showcase. Uh, right off the bat, they hit us. I, I figured we were going to see something of it, but they hit us with uh, Monster Hunter Rise. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe it was called Sunrise, which will be out June 30th. There's supposed to be a demo, which was on the 14th, right? Which was, yes, no. Day was already yesterday? Already, yeah, 30th. Yeah. Uh, they went ahead and came out with a roadmap also. I didn't really note too much from the roadmap, but just, uh, I know there's a lot of, Mon- Monster Hunter has its uh, its following, so uh, I thought that was good. You know, I I, I really enjoy nowadays that it's kind of more common to put out roadmaps and uh you can give people dates to like when to expect like uh okay instead of kind of like when are they going to do something when are they going to do something when are they going to do if you give somebody a date they kind of know like oh okay well i have between now and then to like experience everything that's out uh and then i'll get something new on a certain day uh i know both of you both you and i uh purchased that game uh, and we just didn't. I don't know if it was something else came out or we just weren't feeling it. Uh, we yeah, did buy that game, and, and we we, we just didn't. Uh, we still have it, right? So uh, yeah. I thought, you know, maybe depending on what comes out, I'll uh, jump back in and give it another try. Yeah, and usually it happens whenever because there's always that drought uh, where we just don't get anything. So you're kind of having to go back to your backlog, and not only that, not only to go back to your backlog, your backlog. You check which game for your backlog you want to play, and if you're whatever you're in the mood for. So, if it's in your backlog, I hope it be. I hope it's getting played, or it's gonna get played. But who really knows, right? Yeah. So I guess the other things they touched on was uh, they showed a little bit more Street Fighter. Yeah, Street Fighter. And then uh, Dragon's Dogma. They showed some some of Dragon's which, Dogma. Yeah, which is which, what we which, which you just covered. Yeah, and unfortunately, uh, Omega Man. Oh, oh yes. Mega Man. Yeah, so Marcus uh at least made sense in that one of the things he was hoping for was Mega Man. And me, when we're when we're texting back and forth watching this, I was in I was insistent. I don't know if it had just been a long day or I was just confused or what was going on, but I was like, Yeah, man, like Capcom needs to show Elden Ring DLC. In what world was Capcom gonna show Elden Ring DLC if it's done by uh Bandai Namco. And Marcus just kept like, huh? 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 Elden Ring? Elden Ring? Why? And I, and, and I don't want to be a I don't want to say it or come off as off putting. And I was like, tell me again how uh Elden Ring is associated with Capcom. And Rico says, Oh I'm a, I'm a fucking idiot. He goes, yeah. I meant Bandai. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I was like, man. I was like, and it wasn't the first it was it was a couple of times. So I was just kinda like, huh? <laughs> but I don't want to say anything at all. I finally just went like, "Hey, man, uh, can you tell me again, please?" <laughs> yeah. So in the nicest way, Marcus, Marcus just put me down gently, like, "Dude, you're dumb." <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah. but, the, but the other but you know, I didn't get that because there was no way that was ever going to happen. But the thing, the one thing I did, the other thing I wanted from uh, from Capcom was uh, anything Resident Evil. Which we had already been, we had a, they had already put out in the Sony showcase that we were gonna have Resident Evil 4 remake, which had been rumored and in the talks for a long time, uh, which I think they did show a little bit more, right? Of Resident Evil 4. Yes. 
I think I did. They did show a couple more scenes. Obviously, it looked like a beautiful game. Uh, oh, yeah. just like just like the last two remakes that they put out, part two, part three. Uh, I did see Ada Wong. I we only saw I only saw her back, but she looked wonderful. <laughs> uh, I think I saw March twenty fourth for the date for that one, right? Yes. Right? Yes. Three twenty four. 23 uh yeah i think i think 24 23 somewhere there yeah yeah 24 23 yeah you're right uh the other thing out of the resident evil before we get into the village was uh a couple days before i think last last week somebody had noticed that on the xbox series x uh there was some updates for the games and uh you have you know those icons that come out on your on your games like your library when you look at all the games that you own and somebody noticed that there was a uh, those like those little tags or markers that say like oh these games are enhanced games. Somebody had picked up on that Resident Evil Seven, Resident Evil Three, and Resident Evil Two were all now tagged as enhanced. Uh, they did announce that those three games are going to be getting upgrades to uh, 4K, I think HDR, and just all the all the upgrades that come with being on the current the current gen consoles. Uh, so that, and then finally they, or I guess earlier in the show, but finally we get to the thing that I'm most excited about was the Resident Evil Village DLC, uh, which is going to be in different parts. Uh, I have here that, the the big, the story mode is going to be, the the first part is going to be a story mode, which revolves around Rose, uh, one of the characters that's in the game, uh, if you don't know, I won't, I won't say too much if you haven't played that game. Uh, but it's basically taking place 16 years after the, the events unfold in Resident Evil Village. Uh, I did see a couple characters are going to be making their return. I saw the Duke. I saw Chris. I saw... You know, I, in terms of characters for story mode, I saw that. I did see the date. Uh, ten twenty eight. I don't know if you want to touch on your thoughts on that before I jump into some of the other things. That I mean, as far as Resident Evil Four, and it's again, it's awesome because we just um, Rico and I was it last summer where we just binge played them all, right? Or binge played most of them. Uh, I binge played most. Of them. I think Rico had me by one or two that he actually kind of got through. Uh, but we did, we did just finish Resident Evil yeah. Four Le- recently. Le- Huh? Leading up to leading up to village, we, yeah. Leading up to village, there was there yeah. was a sale, and we got them all, and we played through just about all of them. Yeah, uh, just about all of them. So we actually kind of just had that fresh take. And Resident Evil Four, honestly, gameplay wise and everything about it was it, it holds up beautifully, even to today's standards. So they're trying to they're trying to incorporate that Resident Evil Four gameplay and that Resident Evil Two uh, tone setting themes and gameplays as well, and kind of you know combine them and put them into one thing. So I it looked amazing, it looked great, and I I've always loved Leon and. Ada, Ada Wong and all these things, and so hopefully we get something amazing. And it really, it really looks like it's going to be amazing. As far as Rose, and honestly, aside from Leon, and I loved Ethan Winters. I loved him from Biohazard. He was like this guy. He's there's no superpowers, no nothing. You know, well in Biohazard, anyways, um, no nothing like that. And this guy just, he just, he was just with it, man. He just had to do it, and he was going through the scariest stuff and just trying to do what he can you know, just to get his family, right? At that time, we'll get his wife and hazard. So then we were brought into village, you know, things happen. Again, I'm not going to mention any spoilers, but Ethan Winters, man, if I just, God, man, I need, I need more Ethan, um, but we're getting his daughter. So hopefully see 
um, if there's any connections, you know, what it's going to offer us as far as story-wise, because, you know, as the story can be a little crazy, or it is a little crazy, but I love every second of it, so I don't, I don't really care. It's going to be good stuff. Yeah, so uh, like you mentioned, Resident Evil sometimes can get kind of crazy. I fully expect that. Uh, a little bit of stuff out there. Uh, but, I mean, we're going to play it nonetheless. If you're fans of the series, you know how the game can get, and you're going to play it anyway. <laughs> yeah. uh, so that's one aspect of, this D- of the DLC coming up. Uh, another thing is they're going to add third-person mode, uh, which is, they say, a, a lot of people were, were hoping for. I, I really didn't even know that that was a thing. I know games have, there are certain games that are third-person and others that are first, right? Well, it's because, I, I guess it was more for, because remember, Resident Evil is a third-person third person, uh, camera series. Pri- primarily, right? Primarily, yeah. So I guess people wanted that option to play as that. And again, to me, I've always liked that uh, personally, right? And, and all the way up until, even in, even in, even in uh, Resident Evil 2, you still had that. You know what I mean? Um, so it's it was something that was just weird that it wasn't there. But for the, but for the most part, we got it. And I'm sure, and they did it for um, for Shadow of the Rose too. So it's good. It's good. It's good that they they listen to our feedback. Yeah. So third person mode. Uh, then I saw that they're gonna go ahead and bring back mercenaries. Oh uh, yeah, that looked like a lot of fun. If you're familiar with the with the series, you know that that's been a, a long running like game mode, uh, where you are kind of like scoring, tallying up points. Uh, it's kind of like a mix between like a zombie-esque game mode with like little bosses and it's kind of a race against time and how quickly can you kill and extend uh your game uh before like are you gonna are you able to beat the clock but are in in the way of like extending it rather than like it running out on you I, i don't know how better do you have a better way to like explain the concept of how that game mode is Mercenaries, for me, it's like I guess kind of put it to simplicity's sake. It's an arcade version. Um, it's an arcade Resident Evil's kill zombies in speed time. Faster you, the faster you chain them, the faster you kill them, less damage you take, the higher points you accumulate, and it's just a arcade high scoring type game mode. Um, so by combining all these aspects, the higher the score, the better you do. Well, is there a is there a name for the game mode though, like where you as you execute combos and things like that, you add more time onto your into your game. Instead of like survival, it's not really survival. Like, of course, you don't want to die, but for those that are gonna like be elite at the game, elite. Shout out to Ricky. Uh, <laughs> you you want to keep doing these combos because I'm pretty sure like as you're scoring and the better you do, like you're extending your time. The longer, the better you do, the longer your game, right? Is there is there a specific name for game modes like that? I don't know, man. I, is there anything I'm, else that, that is like that? I'm, I'm sure, sure there has to is. be. Yeah, there like has te- to be. Like Tetris, you know? Like your game is going to go as long as... Right? I mean, of course, Tetris is very different. Yeah, right? but, but that's, why I call, that's why I call it like... I, I would put it in the arcade genre because arcade games are typically like that. You go as long as you can, accumulating the highest score possible. And that's, you know, that's, those are your arcade games. You know what I mean? Galaga, Pac-Man. Yeah. Dig Dug, you know, that's, that's what I'm kind of thinking in terms of these arcade games. So, yeah, I, I would just call them arcade, which is arcade-style uh, mercenaries mode. 
All right, all right. So if you're familiar with the with the with the game at all, uh, I did see that Mercenaries is going to include, which is going to be big, is going to include uh, characters like Heisenberg and Lady D. Playable character. I think uh, real quick, Marcus. I think I did just see. Yeah, I, the Golden State Warriors just won the championship. Yeah, no, I had I've I've been podcasting. I have it on mute. But I'm, I'm able to see what's going on. Uh, sometimes I'm a little quiet. It was just her towards the end. Uh, they ran away with it. <laughs> Steph Curry looks like he's gonna get his elusive Finals MVP. So he's crying right now on the court. I'm just I'm happy for him, and that's because I don't like either of these teams. I'm a Laker fan, but I rather get. I, I don't want Celtics to get their <laughs> number. You know, their next. They have one over the Lakers. So I was hoping for, you know, Steph Curry to get his finals MVP, and he did. So that's awesome. That's awesome. So uh, congrats to the Golden State Warriors. I know uh, we have, uh, I think we have one Golden State Warrior fan, Darren, uh, in our group. And then, uh, you know, uh, we got uh, two Boston Celtics in our group. So sorry, guys, but uh, you put up a hell of a fight. It was a hell of a season. Uh, I was actually pulling for them, but hey, you the you can say and do or whatever, but you gotta earn it. Yes, sir. And I guess they just came out short. Yes, sir. So we'll be talking a little bit of smack, you know, whenever we see him again, or in the group chat, either or. Yep. So back, uh, back real quick to I was we were on mercenaries. Uh, Lady D and Heisenberg are gonna be characters, I think, in yes. in mercenaries. So I know Lady D was super popular uh, for different reasons, right? Yeah, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but nonetheless, you know, uh, I think uh, those are great additions. Uh, then you did say, you did mention, I think, that it is going to be called Shadows of Rose. And so, isn't it? Yeah, it's going to be called okay. Shadows of Rose. And then I noticed that they, they titled this whole thing as the Winter's Expansion. Uh, I'm not sure if that means that it's not going to be the only one. I kind of figure that there probably will probably be one more. If they uh, it, I, I, I didn't even notice that if you said it right now, but it's all about wordplay. If they're saying if they, they're just not calling it, you know, a DLC or an expansion. They're calling it the winter expansion. So we might get more. Yeah. It says here revealed at the Capcom showcase, the winter's expansion adds third person, new DLC, uh, story <laughs> DLC characters, stages to mercenaries. So that make to me that that says like this isn't the only one. Uh, I figure like with part seven they did do I think two expansions. Did. Uh, so I figure we're probably gonna get at least the same, at least, yes. at least. So then, all that leading up to this point, Overwatch two. Yes, we did get uh, a little bit of a tease, a little uh, not just a tease. It was more than a tease. At the Xbox Bethesda showcase, which kind of led us to led us to like question like what is it exactly that they're gonna cover like, uh, which uh at their own Overwatch reveal announcement whatever it was they called it which was earlier today this afternoon, uh, but I feel like they covered a lot. They answered a lot of our questions, uh, you know, because at the showcase at the Xbox showcase they announced. They confirmed that they were going to go free to play. Uh, they again said it's going to be a live service game. Uh, they showed us a, a new character. They teased a cinematic. 
And we were like, well, what else is there to show us? And everybody kind of thought like, oh, so it's going to be all PVE, right? Uh, but ra- but instead, it kind of just seemed like they went ahead and answered a bunch of questions that came with all those other announcements that they made earlier this week. Um, and I was very happy with everything they said. Uh, any initial thoughts before we kind of get into like take the deep dive into everything they covered um well right from the get-go i was looking at it i was i was i was watching it and um i was in rico i was texting him i said hey um i didn't realize how excited i was about overwatch 2 until i started watching all this stuff and again just it being free to play and the the way the pvps imagine the way these guys talked about it it uh, you know i've and i guess the reason was I never left, you know what I mean? Like, I've been playing Overwatch Part 1 since it came out, and, you know, I w- I'm one of those forever guys that just kept playing, kept playing, kept playing, and all when when these guys just kept saying, like, you know, for our fans, and just to keep going, and to always give you something fresh, like, it, raised, it resonated with me the entire time, because I never left that game. I played that game by myself, you know, uh, Rico had gone on, gone on it a little later, um, so I, I first started playing with my brother and a few other friends, and and then I started playing by myself. Um, and then Rico came. And I started playing with Rico. So like I just I just I've kept with it since day one. So when they're talking about all these things, I'm automatically putting myself in the shoes of future seasons, thirty seasons down the line, another five years. Like I'm gonna be that guy. So I'm I was just super just giddy and you know excited to you know just be a part of whatever's coming up here. And again, October fourth. So I'm super excited about Overwatch 2. I'm super excited about everything. Um, all the future plans. The roadmap looks amazing. And we can get into that stuff right now. So, Yeah, so uh, right away, uh, they went ahead and touched again on that. It's going to be launching October 4th early access, through Early Access. Uh, it's, it is going to be free to play, which we already knew. Live service game. Now, the first thing that like caught me by surprise right away and i think marcus and i kind of i kind of touched on marcus well like this this these these things that they've already announced kind of lean towards like we're going to get some kind of battle pass right because that's kind of the formula with these new free-to-play games and that style or that uh means of like uh putting out games uh so one of the questions that we had was like well how often are we going to get battle passes if that is going to be the case uh, they said that they're going to go with a nine-week seasonal model. Uh, and right away they touched on, and they plan to have a hero every other season. And the, the seasons there in between are going to have maps. Yes. So every nine weeks, uh, hero, map, hero, map, hero, map. Uh, which I feel like is the dream for like the Overwatch community. Yeah, it's uh, gonna be a lot like know, um, I'm thinking of um, League of Legends because they started League of Legends started off very similar years years ago. They started off with a handful of heroes, and now they have over like what 30, 40 heroes or something crazy like that. So I it's, think it's it might exciting. be more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm just I'm just giving a safe number. Um, but just to kind of think like, hey, you're gonna be able to play this game with all these type of heroes and just keep going and going and all these different maps. Like it's it's super exciting down the line, and I it's gonna be one of those. Just what did you what did you say? Forty? I said forty. Well, you were close. You were only off by a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said forty just to be on the safe side. I I, I knew it was, I knew it was a lot, but I didn't uh, want to give some. That's what I'm seeing. 
I'm on their website and it says choose your champion with more than 140 champions. You'll find the perfect match for your place. <laughs> you have to, you know. I mean, geez. And and if it goes that route, we'll see. But again, even in Overwatch, in Overwatch, I guess for you know, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be something to see when there's 40 characters. You know what I mean? And you get to choose from an abundant, have all these different playstyles and unique just uniqueness to the game. So I'm super excited, hands down, hands down. Yeah, one of the things they touched on right after that, which is something both of both of us have been like, please, like please, like. Even though we kind of knew it was coming, it was just like, just say the words. Cross progression is coming. Uh, we started off. Uh, we started off playing a lot more on uh, Xbox. We're both Xbox players, so we played or, or at least for this game, uh, Xbox players. And then uh, lately, we've kind of have been playing a little bit more. I have uh, more on PC. Uh, kind of with with it in mind that cross progression was gonna come. Uh, you know, so you can keep all the skins and different things oh, yeah. that you work for. Uh, That's what so I that was, was for. That, that was good to hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just because I'm Xbox is where you sit on my couch and just kind of chill out and I just play passively and stuff like that. Overwatch is that game. I just play passively. So, and then when I want to play a little bit more serious, right, or with the guys, um, I get on the PC and I know the Overwatch 2 beta. Um, I was playing nothing. I was just on my PC the entire time, or you know, my laptop. In this case, I just kept playing and playing and playing. We were playing for hours and hours and hours, and and it it made the transition very smooth and very seamless, just going from Xbox to PC. And I just just gonna have a ball, just kind of just flop, you know, switch. What is it? Flip flopping between between the two. So it's gonna be fun. I'm so, I'm always I'm gonna say that the entire time. Yeah. So and and with that too, I, I'm surprised I kind of skipped over it. I didn't write it down in my notes, but uh, the beta is also coming to console this time around, which is huge. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned last time, but like everybody was kind of forced to play on PC if you were going to try this game out or the beta. Um, and this time console is going to get to try it out too. And I think I read in a post that this beta, I mean, obviously they are going to make some changes and get more data and stuff, but the primary uh reason or the the primary thing they're gonna look for this beta is how their game is performing on consoles i think is what i read uh whereas the first one i think uh a little bit into the beta they said like the reason we're running this is to kind of see uh what 5v5 looks like like yes we're giving you we're giving you sojourn yes we're giving you updates patches uh reworks and stuff like that but this the main focus is for us on our side is how does this all work together yeah uh and this time they said that the focus is going to be like okay how does this all work on console uh and with some of the new features well let's see let's see what kind of features get added in on uh on console let's see if they're going to have like uh the maximum the frame rate uh if it's going to be like 1440p 120 hertz uh i was actually curious uh today they opened up the was it today or was it yesterday or or was it earlier in the week that they opened up the signing up for the beta the second beta marcus i thought it was today i I just signed up today uh just yeah same same so i'm pretty sure it was today if anything because i would have we would have had an email or something like you would have said something you would have found some somebody would have found something so you know the beta i'm sure it was today i may be wrong but that's when i found out yeah, so this time around, you could when you were signing up for the beta, 
uh, just a reminder, if you were in the first beta, you still have to sign up again. Uh, it, it, it doesn't matter if you signed up for the first one. You got to re-enroll. So if you haven't done that, do that. Uh, and this time around, there's a drop-down menu where you get to pick Xbox, uh, Xbox uh, Series S or X, PS5, PS4. Uh, and I was actually thinking when I when I was on that drop down menu or PC also, uh, I was thinking should I should I pick Xbox like to kind of be able to play test like some of the like if there's gonna be new features and stuff like that like frame rate uh what's another one like FOV field of view sliders or or things like that, but ultimately I decided to go with PC. I think you did as well, right? Yeah, I did. Marcus? But again, yeah. Can you hear me? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, I did just because again the fact that's going to be cross progression. At the end of the day, I was like, I'm I'm good, <laughs> I'm good, man. It's cross. I I want to be playing it on both. Whoever, well, were you playing on PC? Oh, okay. Oh, you playing on okay? I got you. Playing on Xbox too. All right, I'm on the way. So I'm good. <laughs> that's all I wanted. Now the only the other thing I want really is I just want all my skins. <laughs> To, which they said right does that count overwatch one overwatch two i just want all my skins to cross over yeah which that's cross progression so okay you see what again i think and we talked about it right does does that count what is it like what's already established or, or it was more of a what's gonna happen overwatch one is it gonna be a separate game or is it gonna be an update on overwatch one so yeah to me that's one thing that that wasn't specifically clear i know when they first announced it they kind of said like it, they made it seem like everybody was going to just transition into the next PvP. Uh, and then PvE was kind of going to be its own thing. Uh, so I guess uh, in in some of the talks that they have or announcements to come, I guess they'll clarify. Uh, but PvE. Uh, they let us know that that won't be until the 2023 next year. Yeah. Um. And I don't know if you caught that the, I don't remember who it was, but that he mentioned that it is also going to be uh, rolled out through the live service. Does that mean it's free? Because that's what it sounded like to me. Because I think we all kind of assume like, okay, yeah, PVE is just going to be like, P PVE will be the transition. I mean, PVP is going to be just a transition into the new game, free. And then if you want the PVE side of it, it's gonna, that's what you're going to buy. Sort of like uh, Fortnite or some some other games that have that that model. I'm still. I mean, yeah. Honestly, I couldn't tell you. I thought it was going to be locked behind like, some sort of paywall. And again, just because of the battle pass, I'm you know the model that they're doing. I'm just kind of curious as to where the main money is going to come from. I guess it's going to be battle passes. And again, we don't know what type of battle pass it's going to be exactly, or you know, how much you're going to be paying, or you know or the how long it's going to take to unlock and and different things like that. So I would like more information on the battle pass before I can think of the PVE because I I might be uh, I might have misheard, but there's going to be a lot of cosmetics and all those items also available to you from these PVE experiences, right, or or something like that. Or I I, I might have misheard again. I saw this earlier. Yeah, so. I I I think you are gonna unlock. It seems like on the PVE you're probably gonna unlock like skins, emotes, update. I mean. Uh... From, but like yeah, because of the PVE, like you have to play the PVE to unlock these things. So obviously that that either that battle pass mechanic is going to be there too or something. So, I mean, I I couldn't yeah, tell you the the, the mechanic the the it seems like the battle pass uh 
I guess, kind of transitioning over, because uh, PVE we don't know anything about yet, but uh, as it's as it seems, the battle pass is going to be a universal thing where you're going to progress on the battle pass. Whether you're playing, whether you're a PVP player, a PVE player, when that comes out, you're gonna you're gonna be ranking up that battle pass regardless. I I would imagine uh, there might be something locked that you're specifically going to get if you uh, kind of do the PVE route. And there's probably going to be things that are going to be special to like the PVP route. Right now, you know, one of the big things is like you, you play a lot of comp, you get comp points, you buy golden guns. Maybe there's going to be something else, maybe a different kind of a different skin of gun or style that you can get if you do the PVE, uh, PVE content like down the line. Uh, now I know one of the one of the big things was a uh, customization, right? There that which they were going to focus a lot on customization, a lot of making these characters yours. And again, I don't know if you were going with this next, but uh, you're you're talking about like just the different skins and stuff like that. They were going to have uh, what are they called? Not uh, well, 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 real quick before we go into because I know I know okay. exactly what you're going to go into. But before before we jump into that, because I think that is a big a big oh, thing yeah. you're, about, you're about to talk about. The, <laughs> before we jump there, like just here, like with the battle pass, I think, and you mentioned you don't know where you don't know exactly where the money is going to come. I think it's just going to be from the battle pass because you right away we're talking about a hero every nine weeks, or every every other set of nine weeks, right? Every eighteen weeks. Yeah. And then a map, a map in between that. So map hero, map hero, map hero. Now, the way the battle pass works, which they revealed today, is that there is going to be something like the way Call of Duty does it, where there's the free system and the premium system. Free, you get up, you get like, you'll get a drop or, or you'll earn a reward every like four or five uh, tiers that you climb the uh, battle pass. Or if you, buy, if you go ahead and buy the premium, every level you're going to get something. And um, some of the things that I saw were skins, sprays, icons. There was a, there was something of Lucio's that looked to me like it was maybe a voice line with the, it had like a little, uh, to me, it looked like a little audio icon. So I assume it's probably going to be a voice sign. I did see an XP boost. Uh, so right away, I'd say that the money is going to come from that because the premium obviously means that you're going to pay for that. Uh, and I think typically you pay like 10 bucks. So if you, uh, last time we purchased this game, it was what, like a $60 game. Yes. So every time, every, every nine weeks, you're going to dish out another 10 bucks. If what you see in that battle pass is something that interests you. Oh, I mean, so, 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 so so at, at least, at least here, right off the bat. There's there were a lot of people are probably gonna buy the battle pass, yeah. Um, you know, just because it's a new game, whatever, and then probably like it'll slow down a little bit further into the game. But like, you buy the first six battle passes, and there's your sixty bucks, and that's not including like they mentioned that there also is gonna be a store, and I saw them uh, in something I'll talk about a little bit later. Talk about that there's also gonna be like virtual currency in their game. Uh, which I imagine that's what you're going to use to buy stuff in the store. Um, so yeah, I, I think the money is just going to come from the cosmetics. I'm happy that it's 
Seems like it's just gonna be cosmetics. Uh and the battle pass uh stuff. Uh there is gonna be those times where like you can't miss out on the battle pass stuff because like anytime I see anything about revolving around Doom, you Diva, me Sigma, you Wrecking Ball, uh, you know, just your, our mains. Uh no way we're gonna miss out on that stuff. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I'm thinking like shit. I was like a premium. Oh no, as you said, oh yeah, they're gonna make the first sixty bucks. And I'm thinking over here, like, oh yeah, no, we're all like, we're all lifers, you know what I mean? Like, we're gonna be playing this game per year or something. I'm like, shit. Yeah, the people, <laughs> the people that, that I think like are probably going crazy right now, like, are the ones that are like the completionists that like they want all the skins for all the characters. It's like, damn. <laughs> because like for me and you, like, count count your number of mains. Now you're dishing out ten bucks for every main that you got. Uh, oh yeah, and I, for I, me, yeah. like, that's easily thirty dollars. Yeah, or at least your favorite. I guess, right? I guess, I guess forty. Yeah, your that's how I say your mains. Yeah, because I mean, because so, I mean, I mean, I would have. I I like to think I have one per team, right? But like usually, I I roll, I run tanks, so I, and I like all the tanks. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, think damn, like Ryan and like Ryan Wrecking Ball and 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 Diva, and we're like, oh, man, that's 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 thirty bucks, <laughs> and that's just tanks. <laughs> uh, so. Real quick before we get into what you were about to go into, uh, they gave us uh, a roadmap. So the roadmap for launch day, October 4th, where season one officially commences. They say October 4th, we're going to get three heroes, two of which we know, one of which we kind of have already speculated uh, on who it's going to be. The new support uh, hero. Uh, right? the, 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 the concept, yeah. And they did confirm it is going to be a support hero. Uh, like I said, we kind of already have an idea of who that that's gonna be because it's something that we've been that we've talked about for for like a year or two already about a, a hero that we we're expecting. Uh, six new maps, thirty new skins, a new battle pass, a new mythic skin, which is I think what you're trying to get to, and then a new game mode, which I'm guessing that's probably push. Uh, well, I don't think I, I don't I don't think that means anything. I don't think that means we're getting an entirely new game mode. I think, yeah, because they showed off push in the in the trailer, and when they said new game mode, and they were showing off push, so I think it's push. Yeah, I I don't think yeah, because I think it's a new game mode in that it's a new game mode for Overwatch Two. Like even though those of us that have already played the beta, like it's not yeah, that new. True. Like it's still new to like all the people that are going to be coming in free to play. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so I'm pretty sure that's what it means. So we talked about the heroes. We talked about maps, new skins. Uh, is a gimme. Battle pass. We went into a little bit. New game mode push. Mythic skin. So I know that's what you've been trying to get to. So have at it. Yeah. Well, that's that's what I was gonna get into, right? The um, they had mentioned that uh, one of the things that they're trying to do was, I guess, how do you how would you say it? Give give uniqueness you know and give your attachment that connection to the player you're playing and they mentioned that mythic skins were going to be a step above legendary skins because mythic skins were going to be customizable right is that is that was that what i understood yes. in, the, in the video yes spot on. so the that way spot on you're spot on yeah so the fact that you're able to customize these mythic skins in your image to get the player whoever, whomever you're playing you know to be unique to you as a player i think is awesome and fun 
And then not only mythic skins, right? They even mentioned you can attach keychains to your gun. Now, I don't know why I was like a keychain, but I was like, that's that's badass. Like I'm gonna put I'm gonna have my keychain, I'm gonna have my mythic my mythic skin, I'm gonna, you know, customize it in my image the way I want to. I'm gonna have my own diva, you know, and just make these heroes just completely yours and I think that's awesome. I think that's amazing. So I was super hyped up about these cosmetic things that they were that they were dishing out. And when they mentioned mythic skins, that was just big time for me. And then they mentioned keychains, and I was just you know you ever see that Vince McMahon meme where he's mm-hmm. smiling and he smiles more, and then his he 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 puts his head on the back and he's smile he's screaming, and then his eyes just go red because he's super excited without me. Hands down. Yeah, yeah, and that uh, keychain. Uh charm system is something that's popular in a lot of other games uh and something 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 i i caught on to right away with the first with the initial uh little introduction because uh i think i mentioned that i noticed that there was like an inspect uh little animation on the skin so i said oh i know exactly what that means that means that they're gonna add charms yeah uh, which is just another little tiny thing of a and uh, customization like marky said anytime a character feels more unique like it's yours like it's just that much more invested and especially uh in the overwatch universe i i can't really think of too many companies that do a better job uh with creating characters uh backstory and make you just give you this investment uh i mean all we're waiting for now at this point is a show right and that's what we at Rico were hoping for too during the season. We're like, we're getting like some sort of like uh, an anime or uh, an American westernized arcane style Overwatch show. Like, no, nah, I was. And when he mentioned story, story, I'm thinking, man, he's gonna give us. Are they gonna announce something like that? Like some sort of just. But they didn't. So that'd be our next thing, right? Just to have some sort of TV show revolving around Overwatch, you know? Because that'd be a must-watch for us, man, for sure. Because <laughs> we we love the lore. We love everything about it. I read I read the majority of the comics and that I've seen the majority of the videos. There's some that I'm lacking. Um, I don't know. Did you see the Junker Queen video today? Yes. Yeah, I saved that till the end since I was at the very end. Yeah, but it was it was amazing. So, yeah. No, I'm back to you. So I guess just to finish up with the to kind of kind of finish up with the battle pass stuff. Uh. My speculation is that it's probably going to be ten dollars, uh, ten dollars every season to unlock premium, the premium rewards. Uh, I also did see like where they show the screenshot, they showed the screenshots of the battle pass. It is going to be a hundred tiers. It seems like per season. Mm. Uh, I don't know how quick it'll be. There are those XP boosts that are going to help you out. Uh, one of the, well, there was one other thing to get into. Oh. The introduction of the battle pass system means that there's no longer going to be loot boxes. They confirmed that today. No more loot box system. Everything's going to be pretty much to the battle pass. And they did mention a store. Uh, I would imagine the store is probably going to be. Did they did they say if the if the mythic skins were going to be in the battle pass? Because if not, I would imagine that's probably going to be something we're going to. Pay. I did, uh, yeah, I didn't. I don't remember them saying. And again, I was listening to this with low volume. Sometimes a no volume because I was I was watching this you know in class. <laughs> yeah, I would I would imagine that's gonna be with the with the virtual currency that we're gonna 
that's that's gonna that's what we're gonna use the virtual currency. Yeah. Uh, what was the other thing I wanted to? Uh, I don't know if you wanna real quick go into the next thing for me was gonna be the the revamping of PvP. Did you have anything on that? I know there's was a big thing they mentioned there. In terms of what the five v five, or in terms of what? Yeah. So real quick, I'll I'll kick it off just that way I can okay. uh, I, I can can look up what I was gonna finish up with on the battle pass. So in revamp PvP, they talked about uh, there's going they're revamping like the the post game stuff like with different stats, and that oh, there's gonna yeah. be a big emphasis on they're going to try to help you improve. On the game, that was cool. They like, called it the uh, um, what the action, the post action, like a it? stat, like 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 a stat report or something. I, I just yeah. I wrote down stat report, but that's essentially they gave it a name. But they said for those of you that want to try to improve and see, I don't know if that's gonna how it's gonna measure up, like what you what you did versus what you should be looking at or whatever, or maybe you versus like your best game. I'm not sure how it's going to work, but the emphasis on like helping people improve, I thought sounded awesome. They called it the after action report. I actually written it down because I, I immediately thought like, that's awesome. So after the game, you'll be able to see um, what, what was it like how the team did, you know, some of the stats there to kind of help you improve as a, as, as a player. And so if you're going to be focusing on your weaknesses, that's something you can actually focus on a quick play to try and get better at the game. So I thought that was real cool too. Um, that they had mentioned. Yeah, for sure. And then uh, with that, they also talked about that they are now going to go away from like the hard numeric system in ranked. Uh, they are now going to be putting, uh, they're going to go, it seems like towards a model that like you see in Apex or Valorant or League of Legends where you have something like, Rather than just being like, oh, well, I'm bronze, I'm silver, I'm gold, I'm plat. Now, instead of like plat being a, or gold, we'll just go with gold. In, instead of gold being from, what is it, like 2100 rating to like a 20, like 20, 24? Is it 2400? So 24 or 25? I thought it was 24. Uh, either or. Or it might be 25. Yeah, 25. 20, 21 to 25. Now they're going to break that into subsections, it seems like, which is what other games do. You're, it, instead, they name it like, I'm a gold one, I'm a gold two, I'm a gold three, I'm a gold four. Then so you jump to plat. Yeah. Uh, which kind of separates like who are the people that are just jumping into gold for the first time or have been struggling in gold versus those that have kind of been there forever and kind of solidified like where their, where their game is at. Uh, and I think those mini steps in between also help you track a little bit better of like your your progression. Like, oh, I'm at gold two, or I started off at gold, and now I'm I've climbed six I've climbed six times, so like now I'm plat whatever. Like I'm plat, or you'd be plat three or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm all for that. I'm all for that. I don't know if that makes you feel any different or if you have any thoughts of that i know um, you mentioned rocket league already has something like that in the day. yeah and, and rocket league when you go from a gold to a diamond to a star i think that's the progression um you go from a, a gold one gold two gold three and not only that what you get to a gold two and gold three you have to go from 
well, I forgot what, what was the word they used. Um, well, in other words, Euro Gold one, you have to win one, two, three, four, five. Rank up those before you go to two, and it gives you all that that scale right there, so you know exactly where you're at and exactly how far you're away from the next the next tier of gold and you know the next tier of of platinum and stuff like that. So I'm all about it again, just to give us a better a better skill a skill a skill system. So those are my thoughts. So uh, I think let's see. I have the roadmap. We covered the PvP seasonal content. Uh, the last thing I'll touch on for the roadmap here is that they did give us uh, kind of what the rest of the year is gonna look like for us here. Uh, I mentioned already October fourth, three heroes, six maps, thirty skins, battle pass, mythic skin, game mode. The next season would then start December sixth, uh, which would be season two uh they're already they're already letting us know that we're going to get a new tank a new map 30 okay. skins battle pass and a mythic skin uh i don't think we mentioned it seems like the first mythic skin we're getting is going to be a genji one i hope not <laughs> well that that's the one that was featured that was yeah, the one that was that featured, featured that they were showing. i thought i'm like Ugh. so i assume i assume that's first which I thought it looked awesome. Oh, it's okay. Uh, no, they're all going to look awesome. There's even heroes who I don't, I've don't, i never touched. Genji's probably one of the heroes that I've played the least. So that's why I'm like, ugh. <laughs> so that's it for that. Uh, and then they just, uh, it was a little bit more just general in 2023. We're going to get uh, heroes, map, skins, battle pass, mode, and uh, PvE will begin next year gonna kick off 2023 it seems yeah yeah and uh them actually them actually putting modes in there means we might be looking at a new game mode at that point like something different yeah, very similar to other, a, other other than push yeah well well in terms of pvp a pve i'm thinking i'm thinking like you know how we play the um, omnic crisis and the storm rising and retribution and stuff like that so it's gonna be a lot more of those coming well, in those times well, it's I, I actually I think it seemed like like they like oh, just a new mode to, in general. To, 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 no, to me, I got the impression that all that stuff is going to be like shipped day one. Like we're going to get all the all those like uh, Omnic things. I saw them show uh, Junkenstein. Okay, 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 I get you. I get what you mean. Uh, to me, I, I assume that that was all going to be available day one. Yeah, I mean. Uh, at least, if, at least that's the impression I got, like in watching the thing. I, I no, they no, did yeah, show it. it. I don't know if you saw it. Yeah, you it see makes it sense. where Genji's reflecting. Yeah, and I saw Jugenstein. Uh, I, I I remember seeing Jugenstein uh, map on there too. Yeah. So before we jump into Junker Queen and the cinem the cin like her kit and the cinematics, they did right. put out. Now they're selling uh, the Overwatch Two Watchpoint pack. Uh. And that is going, that's going to sell for $40. It's now available. Uh, I'm not sure on the Xbox. I'm sure it's there. Uh, and here on the Battle.net, it says, that, Upon launch in October, you will receive Overwatch 2 in-game content, Season 1 Premium Battle Pass, two Legendary Hero skins, Space Rider Cassidy and Space Rider Soldier, Space Raider, I'm sorry, Raider Cassidy and Space Raider Soldier 76, 2,000, Overwatch 2 virtual currency and an early purchase exclusive 
Overwatch 2 player icon. Purchase immediate purchase and immediately receive Overwatch Legendary Edition with the five included legendary skins and five epic skins. If you buy it, oh boy, it's it's uh it's cross progression, so it doesn't really matter, right? <laughs> um, have you bought it yet? Uh, no, but I'm going to because there is something else, uh, that I guess I should touch on before we go into the finish with Junker Queen. Uh, the way I was reading online, the way in which they're gonna roll out the beta this time, and I think they're gonna do the email thing. I didn't read anything about Twitch drops like they did last time. But they're going to invite a bunch of people and then they're going to invite another wave of people. And I think I read that they're hoping to get everybody in by July the 13th. So they're going to slowly roll out. I think we we're on what the 29th is when it starts or did they say the 28th? 30th. The new the new beta. 28th. 28th. 28th yeah. On Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. Overwatch beta begins 28th. So, so I think I saw me, I'm going to have to wait two weeks. Well, it's, I, I, I'm not sure exactly how they're going to select this time, but I just saw that they're going to roll it out again, like in sections. And I got lucky some, the first time, something, something I was curious about is that I went back and, and, and thought like, since they said the initial, the reason behind this is going to be to mainly test like what things work like on console. Are they going to target console people first and then the PC people later? It's possible. So that was one of my like initial things like, dang, I should have put console and not PC. Yeah, and you can only pick one. You can only opt in in one. Now, with this purchase, with this purchase, you also guarantee that you get beta day one, no matter what. With this uh, founders or watchpoint pack, you get you get ba- you get every beta, everything day one. Nice. Immediately, that, that changes everything. So, uh, what I I'm, I assume I assume I'm, that that I, virtual, yeah, I assume that that virtual currency is gonna that two thousand virtual currency is probably gonna be somewhere worth twenty dollars. Uh, then that uh, premium battle pass either ten or twenty dollars, so that's your forty bucks right there, and then you get. That exclusive icon, those two skins, and uh, that upgrade for this game, if you don't already have, or for our game, Overwatch 1, uh, if you don't already have the Legendary Edition and those skins that are included with that. Um, Can you tell us how to order this Watchpoint pack? Uh, the Watchpoint pack, I know for sure, is already on sale. You can either buy it on their website. Uh, I'm, I'm currently looking at it right now on uh, Battle.net on my computer. I'm sure it's already up on, uh, or if not, it'll be up in the next day or so. I'm sure on Xbox, uh, on the Xbox store or the PlayStation store. Um, but yeah, for uh, thirty nine ninety nine. Perfect. So that's already forty bucks that Overwatch Two's got from us. I'm sure. <laughs> then I know their tricks. <laughs> uh, so that I guess that's it for like some most of the like ins and outs now i guess we jump into jumper uh junker queen yeah just to wrap up with junker queen uh which was confirmed already to be a tank she's something she's a character that's been talked about for a long time uh which i mean people have different opinions about uh let me ask you this um 
Sojourn, Junker Queen, uh, the Kanezaka Fox Spirit Girl, which we assume is going to be Thanks, our man. next hero, the the healer. Yeah. Uh, and then even uh, Malga, the partner that we've seen like in lore with uh, with Batiste. Uh-huh. And there's there's been an, another couple of characters that they've uh, assumed are going to become characters at some time. What do you think about our new characters kind of maybe have being have like the the idea that they might have been in the works for like the last two years, three years? I saw some people like thinking, like saying, like like these new all these new characters like have been in the works all this time. Like, why can't they give us more? I, I for sure they've been in the works. There's no way they haven't. So Jorn, so Jorn just, and I'm I'm thinking of her specifically. Her name has been mentioned. Oof, I want to say since um, the first time uh, Storm Rising had ever dropped. So Jorn is is actually mentioned in that one. And Storm Rising dropped years ago. So these names, these characters are already in the works and they're already in the play. Um, and so if she was already there, I'm sure they've had all these characters and they have all these characters in the arsenal. But they did make a good point in that video where a lot of things kind of goes into when they bring out these characters or why, whether it's because of meta, whether it's because of gameplay, whether it's because uh, whether they're shifting in, uh, in uh, what is it, viewpoints and just, just the culture and different things like that. So by all means, shoot, these characters, they, they, they have, they, I'm sure they have all these characters that they've talked about and mentioned, they have already stored away, like for sure. I, I'm, I'm almost positive, man. Like they have at least ten already, just there stored up, just to bring out at any given time. Yeah, Why we they know. Don't... We know for sure that there's at least one. We kind of already. I, I'm, I'm like pretty sure that the Fox Spirit is going to be our healer that we're yeah. going to get probably for the last last beta, or maybe they'll save her for the live game. But then we know in December we're getting another tank, so. I kind of assume that that's Malga. Uh, I don't know. That's that's my assumption. Uh, I, I don't mean, know. If, not, do you do you remember Malga? Uh, it's it's from his uh, cinematic. I can't put the face on it, but I know what you're talking about. It's I, uh, it's one of Batiste's partners when he was in. Uh, what's the name of the the robot? Not the Omnix, but the. Uh, he was in Black when, Watch. When, when, yeah, no. When Batiste was part of uh, what's Doomfist organization? Oh, um, Doomfist, Reaper, Amora, Sigma. Is that Blackwatch? No, Blackwatch is the is the group that is uh, that's like the the strike team that's like McCree, Mora. Okay, okay, I'm Reaper. thinking of um, yeah, yeah. Before he before he jumps ship, yeah, before Reaper it, jumps it, ship to it's yeah, to that's Blackwatch. Okay, then it's um, it's it's what they become. They become um, oh man, when, I can't. When they all get together, they join. They join like this the the bad team. Yeah, uh, it's, it's bugging me. Talon, 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 Talon. Yeah. <laughs> so so Mauga was it's supposed to be like a Talon uh, tank. Yes. You you know those tanks that we fight like in PVE, like the ones with the giant machine gun. Yeah. yeah. And that like <laughs> he's supposed to be like like a a, a version of one of those. Uh, and we've gotten the concept for for him a bunch of times. We the same thing with Junker Queen, the same thing with with uh, the Kanazaka girl, which we all assume is coming. So I think just like we've seen, we've kind of people have kind of predicted all that. I feel like he's gonna be like that next one. And I like you said, I think they did 
one of the guys, if I'm not mistaken, now that I think about it, I did mention that there's also heroes that we've never seen before in any way. Yeah. So, so there is going to be guys. something fresh. It's not going to be something that we kind of have already assumed. Uh, but yeah, let's jump into Jun- uh, Junker Queen. Uh, they said aggressive tank, axe. They mentioned the jagged blade, uh, which I thought was super interesting. Uh, right off the bat, uh, with the different abilities, they threw around the word wound, which at first I wasn't sure like exactly what that meant. Oh, that it wounds people and it hurts people. And I was like, does that mean like some kind of tick damage? Uh, it sounded like, yeah, that's what I had initially thought too. And they kept saying that word wound, and then they even mentioned it with um, uh, when rampage. you rampage, rampage. When you when you throw her dagger, it wounds them, and then when she brings it back, they kind of like it's like an aristle pull type thing, and the wound is still supposed to be active. Again, I'm I'm still not sure what the wound actually means, but they mentioned it several times. When she does her ult, um, she's supposed to inflict that also, and then I want to say it's going to be more of a like a, like a Anna like a Anna's grenade, where they're Continue. not gonna be able to heal. Yeah, they're not gonna be able to heal. Um, so I I haven't gone back to I haven't gone back and actually seen it. I paid attention to it. Um, this was just first impressions when I actually saw you know what I was seeing and what I was hearing. Um, so I haven't really checked it out myself. You know, as far as getting in depth, as, you know, as far as Junk Queen's abilities and stuff, um, and her passives because all all of these things seem to be passive. She seems to be like a kind of like. I don't want to say Anna, right? But kind of like a mix between a, a she's an aggressive tank who and who compensates being aggressive by making by giving these her, the the people she attacks some sort of debuff. That's what it seems like. Right? As, well or, as, as well as as well as her buff, team. as well as buffing because, your team because like I did I I didn't get to watch it like live. I had to watch it a little bit later because my nephew was here in town. Uh, so I kind of had to pay more attention to him. And when I saw it later, like I was able to take like pretty like decent notes, I thought. So right away they touched on aggressive tank. Uh, it seemed like the big thing was going to be her axe and around her axe. They mentioned that there's going to be a whole like string of, uh, of music that you're going to hear because they kind of gave her like this rock vibe around her whole character, rock music, uh, like strumming her guitar that you're going to hear different sounds depending on what you're doing with your axe. Now the ability they, with they, which they call jagged blade is the one that they have referred to it as a skill ability, which is basically like a knife throw or a knife throw uh, being the skill ability. Or they, they also mentioned that you can also use it like as a quick melee and it's gonna, she's going to use that jagged blade and quick melee and that it's going to do a little bit more damage than normal melees do. Uh, but the big one was the was the throw. Because the throw, you inflict wound. Again, we're not sure what that is. And if you're able to stick somebody with it, when she pulls back uh, the, the jagged blade, like Marcus mentioned, she's going to pull the character back with them. Uh, which, I guess, like you said, it was Arissa pull. Or like now, uh, it's similar to like Arissa's new ult in her rework and that she pulls people towards her but it seemed like it had pretty good range uh i don't know how long how how far that jagged blade is going to be able to be thrown but you would imagine if you stick them they're coming they're coming back to you yeah so now 
that that wound, like you said, is also going to be uh, incorporated in her ult, which they refer to as Rampage. What it seems like is uh, it's going to be, uh, which we kind of see a little bit later in her cinematic, she is able to manipulate uh, scrap and all that, things that are thrown around with a magnet that she has, which is part of her character. Uh, and she manipulates all that stuff, kind of spins it, and does a forward dash. Uh, along that dash, I saw that she wounds people, she heals herself, and she debuffs people. One of the de- I'm not sure if there's going to be other debuffs other than the one that they went into, like for sure, is that she debuffs them in that they cannot be healed, which like which is what you referred to as the only thing we know that as right now uh, in live game is the antinade, which is on one of Anna's unique abilities. So now that concept is no longer unique to that character, which I think is huge being that in the first beta, that was kind of like probably the most powerful thing in the game. Uh, ability wise. So then they also touched on that. She is also going to have, I'm not sure if this is going to be a, it has to be an ability too, because it would be crazy as a passive that she's going to have something called a commanding shout. Uh, the commanding shout is going to give her team both a speed and armor boost. Now, again, like speed is something that is very unique to one character being Lucio. Now, that's always been his gimmick and only his. So now that's another thing that like we have a little bit of crossover. So, you know, if you need this, maybe you don't need if you want any concept of speed or a boost or something like that you don't necessarily need Lucio anymore. Just like if you want to cancel healing, you don't need an on anymore. So that kind of opens it up to maybe those aren't. I, I wonder if this is like a direct uh, response. It, I, it can't be exactly, but it feels like too perfect in that it was a direct response that both Lucio and Anna were like almost universally picked in like all Overwatch 2 beta number one games. Now you don't need them for speed and anti-nade. Now you kind of have someone else that's going to be able to do those things. Uh, they also did talk about that with her aggressive playstyle, they did give her a lot of self-healing. I don't know. She, I, I doubt she'll heal the her team. It'll probably just more, more so be herself. Because uh, then that would be a little too much. Yeah, she seems to be like a mix of a lot of characters. You're gonna send as Roadhog, Lucio, Anna. Uh, they didn't want to make her like Ryan, but she has her axe stuff, her dagger axe, and so it's kind of it's kind of tripped out. The and again, I've always said like it's it's okay to have you know at least in my in my opinion to have these abilities not just locked in one in one in, in like in a support for example it's okay to have them over on a tank or maybe somebody who does it on dps you know just to kind of mix and match and like rico said um now you don't if you want speed you don't necessarily have to pick lucio if somebody had to pick if somebody picks junker queen for speed then you, you're you can you can play off that pick a different support or if you want to go double just to have access to that you can right it opens up the possibilities and you know the different ways to play um overwatch 2 yeah, something else I thought that uh, really like stuck with me is they said that she is very unique 
for now, like in the tank uh, role in that she was never built. She she was built from the ground up for 5v5. Uh, so going through her abilities, like it seems like, wow, she can do a little bit of everything. And she like lends and borrows like some different abilities in some form or fashion from like other characters. Uh, which kind of raises the question to me, like, what are they going to do uh, to make some of the other characters, like, w- will they end up uh, doing more reworks to where other characters also have so much versatility in their kits? I think uh, as far as tanks are concerned, I think it's safe to say, in a way, I would think. Yeah, because somebody that can go in there, heal themselves, anti-nade speed boost give armor self-heal like why would you not pick that (laughs) i mean we don't know right yet but we'll know soon yes very soon uh so she 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 just seems very powerful and very cool so uh we're we're both big tank players so i'm sure we're both dying to get our hands on that (laughs) yeah (laughs) uh so i guess we finish up with just the cinematic what were your thoughts uh i loved it i uh who i guess uh maybe in in some of their other games uh blizzard does does uh just as well a job i guess in their cinematics and stuff like that but but i'm not invested in in warcraft i know you are to a certain extent uh or I like. I'm a big. Di- I love Diablo, but I'm not invested in those two, like I am in this game. So, just like the lore and the story, and you know, just learning a little bit about your characters, and just having that like tease of like they could do an anime, and this is like a mini version of an anime, but like give me the full thing, please already. Like, I, I thought it was phenomenal, and uh. They highlighted a lot of Junker Queen, a little bit of backstory. They gave a. They also gave a little bit of pre, a little bit of a pre, uh, more animated or or like a, I wouldn't say storybook, but they did also do something separate, which was like a little bit of of the backstory or something. Do you remember that? Yeah. They were like, oh, like this is the backstory. Then they went to like talk about her specifically, and then they went to the cinematic. Yeah, I, had, um, um, I I couldn't really again. That's like low volume, so I was reading, and they didn't. They didn't do too much. It it was more like scenes and stuff like that with music kind of over. But like yeah. this was the big one, uh, and they introduce her as Odessa Des Stone, who becomes a Junker Queen. It kind of shows her rise to like how she becomes that, uh, and overthrows the Junker King. I don't remember what his name was, but I know he did have a name. Uh, Mason something Mason, right? I don't remember his name either. I know he was a Junker King. Yeah, I didn't catch former it. Former Junker King. Yeah, yeah, he was until our <laughs> until our girl went and whooped his, whooped, whooped that ass. Uh, and we we also are introduced to two characters: uh, a scavenger by the name of Geiger and another uh, mech character by the name of Mary. Which right away I was like, dude, they have to be characters at some point. And I know Marcus is gonna play the shit out of Mary. <laughs> I mean, uh, I noticed that too, and 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 they were introduced even on the what do you call them, 
on the tees, the small tees the that tees. came out. Yeah, they had they had mentioned them by name in big letters. So <laughs> I, I would think, right? Yeah. If if not uh, if not soon, somewhere down the line, I, we have to have these characters and maybe even uh, Junker King at some point. Which yeah. uh, there was something weird with the Junker King that I kind of uh, will ask you a little bit later. But uh, I thought the story was cool. Uh, I'm I'm very attached to like certain of the of the uh, cinematic, so it wasn't the best one, but it's new and it's exciting, so I loved it. Yeah, uh, as far as cinematic is concerned, um, I thought right from the get go, Junker Queen gave me uh, Jinx vibes, just totally opposite Jinx from League of Legends, blue hair. You know, weapon, big weapons. You know, just uh, what is it? I can't think. Real modern, right? Uh, just then, but she's obviously just big and bulky. Uh, it, it's funny because she came out and she's just talking smack. She has her accent and she's just kind of, you know, bashing around and blowing stuff up and just, you know, really kicking ass, man. It was it was a lot of fun to watch. I thought the actual fight scene was one of the highlights there. And it was even funny they did a little junk rat cameo, junk rat munching out of popcorn in the stands. Watching these two go at it, right? He chops his popcorn. So I, I mean, for what it was worth, I thought the cinematic was a lot of fun, uh, personally. Yeah, for sure. And you mentioned uh, Junkrat. They kind of, they kind of talked about when making it, uh, they didn't want to make uh, Junkrat and Roadhog like a too huge of a part of it because they didn't want to take away from the Junker Queen's story and distract that in any way. Uh, which I thought was cool, uh, but we did see a little bit of Junkrat along the story, and then uh, when she's able to kind of overthrow the the king and defeat him uh, with the help of these other characters, uh, mainly Mary, uh, you do see Junkrat like celebrate, do his like patented Junkrat laugh, and like cheer for the new queen. Uh, then we get like a little bit of a a little bit of like a show of like some of the other things that are happening now under the queen's rule uh you do see which does feature i saw junkrat i saw mary i saw uh geiger and i also did see wrecking ball uh because he also has a big part to play in like the whole junker thing that's where he gets like his 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 ball right now, at the very end, uh, they do go back to earlier in the story with her background uh, and being thrown out of the of Junkertown, and they throw she throws the king out. Now, I actually thought it was really interesting that we didn't really see Roadhog, and we didn't see Roadhog, and Roadhog's story is that he's thrown out of Junkertown, him and Junkrat, and this guy is a big dude with tattoos and i was like why didn't we see roadhog like does this guy become roadhog you think mason howe is because roadhog has a name does he oh yeah his name's rutledge rutledge i'm pretty sure that's his name i hope i hope i'm not tripping out yeah roadhog's okay. name is rutledge okay i didn't see i didn't know that mako mako rutledge mm, okay because yeah, uh, I, I just thought like this guy's exiled like and they 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 finish it like that for a reason. So 
I was like, in some way, in some form of capacity, like he's coming back. So, Honestly, I thought he was coming back for a different reason. I just because his um, he also has a mech, totally different from Divas. And I said, I can pilot that mech. <laughs> and I'm over here thinking mech is all, you know, just I like mechs, right? I like I like this way these robots look. And because hey, right, Mary has another dissolves or whatever in this thing, but you know, Junker King has a mech, like looks real yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah, you see, like the only reason I didn't go there because I thought the same thing, like. He has a big mech that's kind of unique in some of the powers you see in the cinematic, the rockets, the electricity. Uh, he has power of magnets too. But I felt like Mary has a mech. He has you a mech. Need, you don't need another mech there, There's also, there's all, well, because there's also been a lot of rumors along the years of, uh, or along like the game's years that we're also going to get some of the mech characters from Diva's team. Yeah, some I, that, that was another one. Yeah, because Diva has oh. what's his name? Diva has Diva has like a squad of like four other mech users. Uh, one of which I think is probably going to be in the game at some point because they're like some kind of support mech character. So I'm like, I was just thinking like, man, with all the with all the mech characters, like who are they going to pick? And just that the guy was big and and tatted and didn't have a. I, I didn't realize Roadhog already had a name, but that they were highlighting like he's going to be back at some point in some way. Yeah. And I thought like, would it be the mech? And then I was like, we didn't see Roadhog and I've never seen Roadhog's face. We Roadhog doesn't even talk. Or I guess he does, but like he, we don't hear, like we don't know him, I guess. We just don't know who he is. I know exactly who he is. <laughs> I'm joking. I just, know uh, he, I, just, I just know he's, you know, likes to kill things. Yeah, so uh so yeah, I'm sure we'll see him back. Uh I'm excited to try this new character. I'm excited for Overwatch 2 in what, 2 weeks. Yeah. Uh, and then it's full release in October. Yeah, I'm excited for the release on October 4th. More so, I already bought the um the Watchpoint pack. <laughs> I can't yeah, remember help you, remember you were asking like where's the money going to come from? <laughs> You haven't even touched the game, and you're <laughs> down forty bucks. Oh, hey, dude! I mean, and I and and I have no shame a, in saying that I'm gonna do it as soon as we get off here, too. <laughs> what a what what a dumb question! What is that? What a, what a, what a what a dumb question I asked earlier, man. Oh, how are they gonna make their money? They're gonna make their money off these two losers who are doing this podcast. That's where they're gonna make their money. <laughs> Yeah. So, any any uh, last things you want to add in? No. Any, uh... um, no. I think I'm on. I think I think I'm set. Uh, just get ready for a watch too. Uh, don't forget any of the announcements I were previously mentioned um, in our podcast. Get ready for a couple of things. There's a lot of things coming out. Uh, whether it's you know Tactics Ogre, whether it's um, uh, the new Fire Emblem game that might just leak. We do have a lot of these games coming. Uh, Coming up soon in the near future. Ninja Turtles just dropped today, so if you're going to Shredder's Revenge, you can go ahead and check that out. Um, but yeah, just only thing, just kind of look forward again. Look forward to our next podcast next Thursday. Uh, we have not gotten a um, state of play for, you know, or an official first party state of play from PlayStation or Nintendo. The new rumor is for Nintendo, and I don't know if I mentioned last time, is in late june june 29th if i remember correctly so mm -hmm. uh we will be having a hopefully hopefully i'm always always praying 
Um, hopefully we get something from them. Uh, but yeah, looking forward to Overwatch 2. Can't wait. Really can't wait. Um, other than that, I'm set. Anything from you? Well, now that you ask about it, I do want to talk about Pokemon a little bit. Uh, uh, do you got, you got another hour? No, we can, we can do that in a different episode. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I gave you anime. Let me talk about Pokemon. No, I'm just joking. Uh, yeah, I mean, hopefully we get a, another state of play. Hopefully the Nintendo comes out. I know Mark has been excited about it. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening. I hope you have a good night. Yeah, and don't forget if you have if you want to know our thoughts about all the stuff that was announced a while back, Summer Game Fest, Xbox, um, or what was the other one? Or or even if you want to kind of go into our thoughts on Stranger Things, please feel free to go back and uh, view our bonus podcast in our previous episodes. But other than that, thank you guys for tuning in and listening. We really appreciate it. Yeah, one last thing I wanted to to add. Uh... If uh, you have anything, if you if you're a listener, you made it this far. You have anything you want us to go into, uh, deep dive, critique, uh, any suggestions you have. Uh, my Twitter is at punkrico21. If you wanna follow me, shoot me a DM, tweet me, uh, send me memes. I'll rate them. <laughs> Whatever, just uh, at punkrico21. If you, if you want to follow my mine also marcus 2025 v um over on twitter so uh feel free to give me a follow also and if you have any suggestions or recommendations in any capacity let me know but thank you for listening later later